0: You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending Assista- assistance in Ramat B'Shemesh Israel 5780-2020. This week in Chutzlartz, you'll be reading Parsha's Baaloscha, and if you are in Eretz Yisrael, you'll be reading Parsha's Shlach. And as I did last week, I'd like to continue with a connection between the two Parsha's, so we can enjoy something that can work at any Shabbos table. At the end of Parsha's Baloscha, the Torah describes the conversation that Miriam HaNaviyah has with Aaron hakoyan They're speaking about Moshe Rabbeinu, and they, as Neviim, as prophets themselves, they knew that a prophet has to be married. They have to be normal people, even if they're on a very high level. Yes, it's true that they need to sometimes abstain, perhaps, from being with their spouse. But they knew that Moshe Rabbeinu, not only was he abstaining from being with his with his wife, he had divorced her. And so, Miriam HaNaviyah says, turns to her, her brother Aaron and says, what is Moshe doing? Why has he divorced his wife? To which, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he sees what they've done, that they're speaking negatively about Moshe Rabbeinu, they spoke Lashon Hara, Hashem causes Miriam to become a Mitzayra. She becomes leprous, she has leprosy. And indeed, the Jewish people wait for her for seven days in a place called Chatzeros. They wait there for her until she is cured from her leprosy. And indeed, the Jewish people learned the lesson, what happens to somebody who speaks Lashon Haru, who speaks negatively of others, even though Miriam was speaking something which she felt was appropriate, she's the older sister of Moshe Rabbeinu, she felt that she knew better, she felt she knew how things should be, and she was saying it for a constructive reason. Nevertheless, she spoke negatively, and therefore she received this great punishment of Tzeras. The Jewish people experienced that seven days they waited for her and then they moved on until they got to the next location and what happens when they're in Midbar Paran which was the next location so they sent out the spies that's the beginning of Parshat Shlach these two things these two stories are juxtaposed number one because indeed as the Maharzo explains they happened one after the other concurrently and indeed not just that but there was something in the spies that the mistake that they made was one that they should have learned not to make that mistake from Miriam. And before I continue, I just want to preface what I'm saying, that it may be that many of the things that we're going to speak about this week, last week, the next few weeks, these connections between the parshas, you may have heard the idea before, but I hope to add a new dimension. You know, it's easy at the beginning of a parsha to to talk about the first thing that they talk about in the parsha, which is often a connection between this week and last week's parsha. But in Ritz Hashem, I hope to... Bring a new dimension to something you may have learned before, so just that preface is important. Okay, so in the beginning of Parsha Shlach, the the these great men they were tzaddikim, the twelve representatives of each of the tribes of the Jewish people were sent out to check out the land of Israel. Indeed, it was done with Hashem's haskama. God agreed to this. Moshe Rabbeinu agreed to this. The people were chosen because of their greatness, but they came back on Tishbov 40 days later, and they spoke negatively of the land of Israel. Now it's important, I want to mention that this story occurred exactly now, this time in the calendar. Today is Chav Sivan. and Chav Sivan, according to I mean this is my understanding of the, the Maharzo. Marzel mentions that it was seven days. From when Miriam spoke Lashonhar until the Tsaras went away. Then it traveled on to uh, the Midbar Paran, and the, the Miraglim was sent out there a few days later. I, I, you know, depending on how long, I'm not sure exactly how long it took uh, to get to Midbar Paran. We're talking about a million and a half people traveling, but I think it's safe to say it was a few days. And the Maraglim left on Chavtes of the month of Sivan, which is the month we're in now. Because it was 40 days when they came back it was Tisha B'av. And so if we make the calculation we'll see that the beginning of the story with Miriam speaking negatively of her brother was actually it seems approximately Chav Sivan. It's exactly the day today. And they're sent out and 40 days after they're sent out they return. Okay? Important some, something interesting to note I hope to come back to that uh, as we continue. But the story happened in Art Kufa from Chav Sivan until Tishabav, that's the story. The end of Parshas Baaloscha is approximately Chav Sivan, and the story of the spies is from Chav Sivan all the way through Tishabav. Okay, so that's the Tkufa, the time that we're entering into now. And it's important to note, and perhaps, like I said, I hope to expand on this, but it's important to note that just like from Pesach until Shavuos, you have 50 days, 7 weeks from Chaf Sivan until Tishabov is also 7 weeks. Okay? We'll come back to that point, I hope. Now let's see. So what happens in the beginning of Paschal Shlach? The spies, they do not heed, they do not recognize. We'll see. I'd like to read the mention inside, but they don't recognize the lesson, the, the the impactful lesson. There was a shock. The Jewish people waited for the greatest sedekis the greatest righteous woman of the generation miriam mannevia miriam the prophetess sister of moshe I mean, who prayed on his behalf who took care of him moshe sure as a baby that he would be saved who convinced her father that she should that he should meet, remarry her mother so that the children would be born moshe was born because of that miriam An-Eviyah. she sang she led the jewish people in song after the the splitting of the sea the women and the shock, she received such a punishment of Tzaraz, the entire Jewish people, a million and a half people waited for her a week. They didn't get the message. They didn't get the message. And they went on and they spoke Lashon That's the problem. And as the message points out this connection. So I'd like to read that inside. And I'd like to try to understand it in a deeper way exactly what is the idea and how is it connected also to us and to the Kufr that we are entering into now from Chav Sivan until Tisha here we go. Davar Acher. Shlach So the pasuk says, this is in the uh, this is in Parakas Zion of the Medrash in section six. Shlach yasuru. I want you to send out these people, and I want them to check out the land of Israel. Medrash brings the pasuk. But the Daber Miriam and Miriam and Aaron spoke about Moshe. So interesting. There's a discussion in the Gemara in Shabbos. About the fact that Aaron also, Bikiva says that Aaron also received leprosy. Not just Miriam; they both they both became lepers because of speaking about Moshe. And immediately after that, immediately after the story of Aaron and Miriam speaking about about Moshe, they're told to send out the spies. The verse says in Isaiah chapter forty four verse eighteen, they do not know. They do not understand that they have been covered over. They've covered over that which their eyes see. Okay, it's a Pesach in Yeshaya, speaking of those who sin. What is the idea of this Pesach? It's as follows. Why do we have the story? You know, the Torah sometimes speaks chronologically, but other times it doesn't. So why does... Yes, it's true that chronologically this is the next story, but why does the Torah place these two stories next to each other? There's a reason. Hakadosh Baruch Hu knew that they were going to speak negatively of the land of Israel; that they were going to bring back a, a bad report about the land of Israel. So. Says, I don't want them to say, I don't want, want them to claim that they didn't know what this, the punishment is for Lashon Hara. Now, serious it is. How essential it is not to speak Lashon Hara. Hashem placed these two ideas next to each other so we should know that the spies were not Missing any forewarning about what they were about to do, the mistake that they made had already been made, and they didn't learn from the mistake. Miriam spoke negatively, amazing thing, and she received. Why did that story happen? And why did that story happen at this point in time, right before? The answer is, says the Medrash, because they needed to learn from this. In other words, we could even ask, like it doesn't even, it's not appropriate. It doesn't seem like it's something that fits in with the character of a Miriam and a Viyah, the greatest of all the prophetesses that ever lived. Moshe Rabbeinu's sister. It doesn't fit in. It doesn't seem Matimla that she should speak negatively. I'm, I'm adding a little bit of a Hezbollah into the Medrash and saying that perhaps the reason that it happened, the very reason that she was nichshal, that she made this mistake, was so that the Jewish people could learn a lesson and so that they would be forewarned not to make this mistake that the spies shouldn't make this mistake and the Jewish people in accepting or hearing the false statements of the spies they shouldn't give in and listen to it either it was an opportunity for them to learn Okay, if they would think to say, they should just take a look at what just happened to Miriam it's not a coincidence. Nevertheless, they did not want to learn. That's why the verse says, they did not know, they didn't understand. They covered up their eyes. They didn't want to look. They didn't want to see. They closed their eyes to the reality. And that was the root of their mistake. And that was the root of the mistake of Kelal Yisrael. And the result was destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, Tish a time of crying for all generations. If we don't learn the key lessons that are right in front of us, if we don't see what's right in front of us, if we don't see what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying to us, every single moment there's a message. Every single moment, something is going on in front of us that we need to learn from. We need to understand, what is HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying to me? The the Merakim didn't see They didn't understand. If a Miriam could make such a mistake, if a Miriam Anavia, the greatest of all the prophetesses, the greatest woman of her generation, the Tzadikah Hador, the leader of Am Yisrael, she could make such a mistake, they were not on her level. They could also make such a mistake. And they needed to, to learn this, and they didn't. They failed. And as a result, Am Yisrael remained in the desert for 40 years. Am Yisrael... Would not have Moshe Rabbeinu to lead them into Arts Israel and the of English, the first base of the second base of English would be destroyed. The Inquisition would occur on the 9th of Av. So many tragedies throughout history would occur because that lesson was not learned from Miriam Aviya, the mistake that she made, which was to teach us. So we shouldn't make that mistake, was not learned, was not recognized. And I want to teach you something very deep. I want to teach you something that's so awesome. And it's connected to what we said before. I mentioned that from Chaf Sivan, which it seems, it's safe to say, it's, I'm conjecturing, but it's safe to say that that's when Mary made the mistake. From Chaf Sivan until Tisha B'Av, it's a series of 50 days. 49, 50 days, 7 weeks. What is the idea of a series of 7 weeks. The idea is as follows, we see from Pesach until Shavuos, from Pesach until Shavuos is also 7 weeks, 50 days. What is the concept? Pesach was when Kalal Yisrael was redeemed from Egypt. We ceased to be slaves to Paro and we became slaves to Kozosh Baruch. we became God's people. We were redeemed. But what was the purpose of the redemption? It wasn't just that we should be free. It was so that we should receive the Torah on our Sinai. Meaning, the culmination, the climax of Yetzirah Mitzrayim, of the exodus from Egypt, was on Shavuos. Shavuos was the entire purpose of... The receiving of the Torah was the entire purpose of the exodus. So the completion of Pesach was on Shavuos. There was a developing seven times seven... You have seven weeks, seven times seven, there's a developing that's occurring, growing, growing, growing until it reaches the climax. The thing that was was conceived, let us say, on the first day, the day of Pesach, is completed and born, so to speak, on the 50th day. And that's what we have also from Chav Sivan until Tishbaf. From Chav Sivan, interestingly, if you look in your sitter, you will find. That uh, in some Sidurim that there are special slichas that are to be said on Chav Sivan. Chav Sivan was the day in history that was used as a commemoration of the tremendous massacres that occurred in the years Tach and Tat and there was a tremendous amount of Jewish people that were murdered, and as the Crusaders came through Europe, and that was the day that was chosen as the as the day of commemoration of, of that terrible time. And what is interesting about Chav is that it's the day when the fruits, the fruits begin to be completed, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure that this is correct. The fruits begin to be completed. And the idea is that we start to see something that's coming to a completion. There's a development. And I'm saying that there's something that's going to develop from Chav until Tisha B'av. Okay, what is it that develops here so you see that in, in this context it's important to understand that what Miriam did was a small mistake it was a small mistake on her part but just like we spoke about last week with the Nisim the Nisim have to be people who represent to Am Yisrael the greatest possible thing they raise Am Yisrael they are the examples for Am Yisrael and we need to follow after our leaders, they raise up that flag for us to see who we should be so, the same thing is also true in the opposite sense. If we see a mere man of him making a mistake, it means that there's something, a mistake that could be bound to happen to us. If our leader has a, has a, has something that's going on that is negative, it could be that the, that leader has that chisaron because we have that chisaron. It could also be, as we said earlier, that the leader Hashem places that mistake into the leader so that, not because they actually have that problem but because Am Yisrael has that problem or that problem is bound to occur. So we could say that the mistake that Miriam made on Chav Sivan, speaking negatively and Aaron heard it and he therefore also had Saras. That mistake was the seed, was the beginning on Chav Sivan of that which would develop over the next seven weeks. By Tisha B'av, you would see the, the results of that seed. Just like by, from Pesach to Shavuos, you saw the exodus resulted in the receiving of the Torah. So too, this small mistake of a Miriam, it grew and it grew and it grew, until the spies made their mistake. They didn't learn from that which was in front of them. And Am Yisrael didn't realize the message, or didn't take it to heart enough not to speak negatively, not to speak falsely, not to believe a false report. What, you know, And we think about it, if we think about it, what was the problem? What is the idea of Lashon Hara? What is the mistake that Miriam made? What is the mistake that the Miraglim made? Miriam's mistake was a different mistake. Miriam was truly concerned about Moshe and what was right. Indeed, she was saying something because it was a constructive criticism. But still... Miriam and Aaron didn't understand Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what Hashem says to them: "You don't understand." Moshe Rabbeinu was a different level. He was on a much higher level. Moshe could receive uh, nevuah spontaneously at any moment. A navi couldn't receive spontaneously nevuah. There was uh, only at certain times. Moshe could receive it at any time, and therefore he had to remain pure, and he couldn't be with his wife. He couldn't be married anymore. They didn't understand that. That's uh, that's the the crux, the root of the mistake of Lashon Hara is I don't know that other person I don't know that person I don't know what challenges they're going through I don't know exactly what's going on in that person's life I remember I had a one time I had an interaction with somebody very negative interaction the person yelled at me whatever the story was whatever the situation was and a while later I had another interaction with him where I, where I came back to him and I said I apologize I apologize for judging him and he said to me that, yeah, he was going through a very difficult time in his life when that whole situation occurred. And once I heard that, I felt complete compassion for him. We don't understand another person. We don't know what's going on in their life. Someone lashes out at us. We don't really know what that person is going through or what they've gone through throughout their life that's led them to this point. And so the message of the end of Parshas Baal and the beginning of Parshas Shlach is, don't judge that person. You don't know. Miriam and Aaron didn't know that Moshe. They didn't understand the level that he was on, and the and the 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 spies as well. What was their mistake? Their mistake was. Hey, they really saw. They made a mistake. It was because of their their bias, their fear. If they would come into Eretz Yisrael, they would lose their great positions. But they saw what they saw they saw that Eretz Yisrael was a place of incredible danger giants people who were in a natural way wasn't a place that was easy to conquer yet the mistake was that they didn't have a place they spoke not in their place they didn't have a right to say that Am Yisrael wouldn't get help from HaKadosh that HaKadosh didn't know what he was doing bringing Am Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael HaKadosh Baruch Hu took care of us he's going to continue to take care of us They spoke in an inappropriate place. If they would have just said the facts, without giving any advice, without stating their own personal conclusions, it would have been fine. It's a land with awesome fruits, very tall inhabitants. It's a great challenge. Stop. If they would have stopped there, not spoken out of place, not spoken out of turn, not spoken about something that they didn't know anything about. They couldn't see the higher reality, which was... What does it mean when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us? Just like Miriam and Aaron couldn't see the high reality. What is Moshe a prophet who is on a higher level, who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with him? That's the essence of Lashon Hara, is when we don't understand who that person is that we're speaking about. We don't get it. We don't know what's really going on. We don't really appreciate the challenges that the person might be having, The 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 difficulties that might be in their lives, the situation that surrounds what went on. We don't. We just don't know. And that's the mistake that the, that Miriam made, which resulted in the mistake of the spies, because they didn't learn the lesson. And it resulted in the sin of Am Yisrael, believing the Lashon Hara of the spies, which has its effect until today. Through Tisha, we still mourn. We don't have a base Hamikdash. We don't have a place to truly connect to a Baruch Hu, because of that little disconnect from the reality. Not not being willing to understand, perhaps that there could be a higher reality, that there could be a Meish Rabbeinu who's on a higher level, who's more connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that there's an that that Am Yisrael is could be on a higher level. We're so connected to a Baruch Hu that it doesn't matter all the dangers. Not having that understanding created a disconnect from a Baruch Hu, that resulted in the destruction of the Beis where we stand today, still disconnected, still, even though we're back in Eretz Yisrael, we've returned, we have Yushalayim, amazing miracles, but still we don't have a Beis still we don't have the open revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that He's promised us. And so, we need to understand, as we watch things develop in the world, as we watch things develop in our lives, that there are seeds that are planted from one moment that, that are revealed in a later time, there are seeds that are planted in time, whether it's coming from Pesach to Shavuos, and, and watching the the things that have gone on in the world, we watched as, as this amazing plague took hold and created devastation, whether it was physical devastation or economic devastation, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does things, and we watch as these things develop, and whether we're talking about what's going on in, in in the current events the things that go on we need to understand that there's a development there's there are seeds that are planted and they develop and we watch them unfold and there's an unfolding in time and it's true from Pesach to Shavuot it's true from Chavsavon to to Tisha B'Av, there are other points in the calendar that are connected whether it's from you know Rosh Hashanah through the end of of uh, Sukkot which is a 21 day period or whether it's from each of the days of Sukkot until Hanukkah each of those days is is a 70 day period all these points in time are connected and the point here is that we can watch in our lives we can choose to learn the lessons from those who made mistakes and not repeat those mistakes and we can also choose to to grow to grow to come just like Pesach was a time where we left Mitzrayim, we had an exodus, and we grew and we grew and we grew, and developed, and the seed that was planted, we saw the, the result, which was the receiving of the Torah. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help us, I want to bless you, and I ask you to bless me, Hashem should help us, that we should be able to use this time, it was a time the B's Amikdash was destroyed because of Sinaschina, because of Lashon Hara, because of negativity. Hashem should help us to use this time, to learn a lesson from Miriam, to learn a lesson of the spies, the great havoc that results from speaking negatively. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help us during this time to raise the level of love. There's so much separation in the world. There's so much physical separation between us. And also, the hearts are separated. should help us to come closer, closer to each other, closer together, despite the physical distance that we might have. Shem should help us to come closer. Shem should help us to speak Lashen Toiv, not to speak Lashen Hara. HaShem should help us that we should be Zaycheh to see the seed which he planted the seed which he planted which has been growing and growing growing over the last 3,000 years we should be zarechet to see that seed develop into a beautiful tzemach, a beautiful plant with the coming of Mashiach thank you so much for listening have a wonderful Shabbos this podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.